Hi, and welcome to Connecting the Dots, the podcast. My name is Cassie Hubert, and it's my pleasure to be hanging out with you today. This is the podcast about connection between creativity and motherhood, our relationships and our ability to perform for those of us who are performers. This is the conversation where we talk about the ways that we can more deeply connect. And if you are a creative professional mother, then you're most welcome. And if you're just a creative mother, then you're also in the right place. So tune in to these conversations and my thoughts about the nature of motherhood and creativity. So welcome to today's podcast on holding things lightly and being open to growth. There have been seasons in my life when I have been much more receptive to learning and growing. And there have also been seasons when I'm very much quite happy where I am. Thank you very much. I don't want to know anything that might threaten my perspective. I am staying still. However, what I have noticed in my life is that if I hold my opinions and my perspectives rigidly and with very closed fists, then I am unable to see further And I often miss the opportunity to grow and to stretch and to have a deeper understanding of something or someone. I absolutely love to read. I am so blessed with the opportunity to have access to books and articles. And over the years of both being in my profession and in my home and not being out and about with other people, having the opportunity to read stuff and learn and grow has been such a blessing and a way of continuing to expand my vision and my understanding and the horizons around me from even within my own home. Creatively, if we hold our opinions too tight, we are in danger of getting stuck. Now, that doesn't mean that as we go through life, we can't hold true to things. Things that are part of our core values are really important to know what they are and to feel anchored on. But what I've also discovered is that when I hold my values so tightly that I can't reconsider them, then rather than being a place of freedom and a place of support and strength, they actually become a stumbling block for me and get in my way and mean that I can't see people and I can't see situations with fresh eyes or with compassion and empathy. There is something about allowing yourself to look at why you think or believe what you believe that is both absolutely terrifying because what if it turns out I've been believing something that doesn't add up or doesn't make sense anymore but also really wonderful and very very liberating. When you are convinced that something is set in stone you actually limit your chances of really enjoying what it is you're convinced of. I think when somebody comes up to us with a different opinion and that opinion seems to challenge everything that we believe or hold dear, we have a real tendency as people to clamp down, shut them out, build walls up and refuse to engage. I know that I do, or at least that's how I feel on the inside. I've got a bit better at not rushing to do that. I know that sometimes when I've chatted about our decision to home educate, that has been a challenge to other people and they've found that it's made them think, oh, well, maybe you're saying that me sending my child to school is wrong and it can make us defensive. And I felt it in other areas. Somebody says they're doing something and it's so different to maybe a choice that I've made that I feel like because they have said this, my decision is threatened and somehow being attacked. 
And, you know, sometimes that is the case. Sometimes people do do that antagonistically. But very often, somebody's just sharing where they're at. And if I am too afraid to lean into their reasons or be interested or open, then I miss the opportunity to look at more closely whether I'm still happy with my decision. Something I've discovered is that often when I am feeling prickly, it's usually because something somebody else has said has challenged me. And I may be a little insecure about that decision or that perspective. And I'm afraid that what I think won't really stand up to scrutiny. But I've got so much invested in holding on to it, I am afraid to let it go. The thing is, if something is true, then it can stand the scrutiny. And so often we only dive a tiny way into something and we don't allow ourselves to deep dive and really look at something for all its fullness. We decide that we know something for all it is. And the problem is with people and with any subject that's worth our time and our attention, it has to be bigger than us. People have to be bigger than our capacity to fully, completely understand them. If they're not, then they're no longer people. They're no longer living and alive. An idea that's big enough to stretch us and support a way we choose to live, it has to be big enough to really stand up to scrutiny. Otherwise, we're more interested in the institution and the tradition than we are about the, the living joy in it. There's a beautiful quote by Gustav Mahler which says, Tradition is tending the flame, not worshipping the ashes. And there are times when things that we've held on to have been absolutely beautiful in their time and now they've moved on. And if we aren't willing to stay open and keep learning and keep looking closely, then maybe we are now tending a load of ashes of something that has had its day and has died and is no longer providing warmth or light. We need to be able to move where the light is going, where the energy is going, where the joy is going. I know that when people have said things to me, it has been painful, but a really helpful thing to lean into that question and go, okay, am I doing this then? Is this something I need to relook at? And then when you really unpack it, you come to either one of two places. You either come to the place where you go, no, I've really looked at this. I've considered my situation. I've considered what I know, what I understand, all the information available to me at this point in time. Does it line up with my values? And actually, this is where I'm staying because this is still the right choice, the right decision, the right behavior, the right attitude, the right point at this time. This is still the right thing. Therefore, I can be confident they're choosing something different different. That obviously works for them. I've looked at this. No, I'm staying here. Thank you very much. But thank you for allowing me to really interrogate this a bit further. And then other times when somebody said something and it's felt prickly, it made me feel really prickly, it's been an opportunity to look at it. And if I'm not happy with my decision or my perspective, if the reason it's challenged and made me feel prickly is because there is something to investigate, then when I investigate it, it gives me an opportunity to make a different decision or go in a different direction. And I think the more open we are to growth and life, the more chance there is that we will continue living vibrant lives we will continue being creative because again with creativity if we are determined to hold something as fact it might be fact and if it is fact or if it's rather truth which is deeper than fact because facts can change but the truth is something that remains if something is true in the moment and it suits it then go with it but if it no longer serve or it is no longer true then ditch it this is 
often something I've discovered during the process of a rehearsal. You'd be working on stage on something and you're, you found a moment that was really beautiful and really connected and you go, yeah, that's great. And the moment of the scene and it flies and it feels so alive. And then you come back to it either the next time you pick up that scene or just a few rehearsals down the road, it no longer serves. Suddenly that way you responded to your other actor doesn't make sense anymore. Now you can choose to keep doing it, but the audience will feel that it's gone dead and you certainly feel it's gone dead. There is a real wisdom and a humility in holding things lightly because it actually allows you greater freedom. Now that doesn't mean that your values, your core values aren't valid. If they are really based on things that you're happy with or convinced of as truth, then they will stand. Then you can still live into them. But if you've been challenged about something and it's difficult and you don't want to look at it it's usually because we're afraid we're afraid that we've been building our life on something that's going to fall down i know as a mum there are times when i have been convinced i've got to hold a certain line and the truth is nine times out of ten i don't it's just what i've either grown up being taught or experienced or in that moment i feel like in order to be the mum i have to have control of the situation and the minute i try and control the more i've squashed something the more i've killed it the more I've decided it can be within my control because actually I'm not dealing with things. I'm dealing with people, small little people who are humans and individuals in their own right. And actually, the more I do that, the more I squash them, the more I squash the opportunity for respect and growth and joy and life. And you know what? Most of the things I try and be in control of aren't worth it. And when I have had the wisdom to let go, pause, breathe, do I need to do this? Is this decision here because this is what I think being a mum is all about? Or is this decision here because actually it's still right for us? Mm. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. And there's been such a joy in letting things go that are arbitrary. I would rather have a deeper connection with my children and a deeper connection with my creativity to keep it living than to go back to a place where it was dead but felt comfortable. I don't know if this is something you find. Do you struggle with this? I know I have done over the years, most definitely. It's so much easier to say something the same way over and over again because you know how to do it. It's much more frightening saying it a different way and seeing it take you down a different rabbit hole. It's so much easier to remain confident that what you're doing is the right way and there is no other option than to look at it and maybe find that you're having an entire paradigm shift because, oh my gosh, what will that do for your life? And yet I am convinced that the more we lean into the discomfort of unknowing, the more willing we are to hold things lightly, the more we can do what is an active phrase I've heard a lot of turn on a sixpence, the more we can change direction and go the way we need to go. And as mothers dealing with day to day life, if we want more freedom and more joy, it's so worthwhile asking ourselves if the things we are insisting upon are worth insisting upon. And also, creatively, are we afraid to step into the unknown without channeling Elsa? <laughs> are we afraid to try something that takes us in a direction which previously felt way too scary to even consider? I put this gentle challenge to you this coming week to notice where maybe you are holding on to something very very tightly because you're actually afraid that it won't stand up to scrutiny trust that if you are building your thoughts and your values on something really worthwhile it will be there for you it will stand the interrogation and you will be so much more confident about it when you've looked more deeply at why you're holding on to this 
And is it still worth holding on to? And you know what? As scary and as painful as it can be to let something go that maybe is no longer true or maybe wasn't true, but we never quite realized why or isn't worth holding on to at all. Do you know what? There is so much more freedom in finding something that is worthwhile. It doesn't lessen our value as people to realize that something we believed isn't actually worth believing. And equally, if it's just big and scary, but it is worth believing, then it's definitely worth pursuing because anything that's worth our time and our energy is bigger than we are. Because if we're the biggest it can go, well, you might be brilliant, but frankly, if I'm the biggest I can go or the biggest something can go, that's a bit disappointing. Lean into the discomfort. Have the courage to hold your thoughts lightly. Know that this has all been part of the journey for you and it doesn't mean that what you did previously was a waste of time or foolishness. It just means that it's all part of the refining process that allows you to know yourself more fully and know what you want and know where you're going. So thank you so much for tuning in. It's been my pleasure to host this and I hope it has blessed you. If you would like to connect further, then hop on over to my website at www.createperformandmother.com where you can sign up to my email list and receive regular emails, more insights, see the blog and generally know what's going on. If you would like to support the podcast, you can hop on over to my Buy Me A Coffee page, which you can also access from the main website. And you have the option to support either in a one-off donation or from as little as a pound a month. And every little bit helps. So I am so grateful for all my supporters. Thank you. If you'd like to connect with me on social, then my handles are all below. I'm on Instagram and Twitter most often. So do join me over there. And I would love to hear from you. Hear how you're getting on. Know what is inspiring and challenging you in your creative motherhood. It's always a pleasure to make connections and, you know, meet other people in the same boat. So all that is left is for me to wish you a wonderful week full of opportunities for meaningful work and intentional family. God bless.